Hey, Maniacs. Welcome back to Drama Talk, hosted by the Drama Maniacs Discord server. The hosts for today's episode are me, Dia, Lilith, and Kyo. In today's episode, we'll be going over our top five Chinese dramas. Uh, this is like a really anticipated episode. We took a few days <laughs> to get this recorded, um, aligning all our schedules. Uh, so Lilith is going to go first. Okay, my first drama pick uh, is uh, Boss at Me from 2014. Uh, it's an older one, but I still like it nonetheless. It's about the typical story, the uh, cold CEO meets a younger girl. And uh, yes, uh, he, he cares for her in the background and she doesn't know until later and they get together and... <laughs> This is the main story of the whole drama. And why I love it, it's because the cold CEO, this is something I love. <laughs> the, the bickering and uh, he's looking out for her. And yes, and it's uh, lovely made <laughs> because uh, if you know the beginning of the story, uh, she has the same blood type. Uh, as uh, his sister, I think, and she uh, say uh, ask this uh, question when uh, new people are joining the company because of various reasons, and so they get in touch with each other because she has a rare blood type and she helps his sister, and there the story is started, <laughs> and it's fun to watch. Okay, I will give over to the next one. Oh, wait, I haven't watched it. Have you, Kyo? I have not. So I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. I think, like, when I search for dramas, it like, I see it and I scroll past it <laughs> a little bit. Because I'm not really a fan of, like, is it, it's like rich male lead and poor female lead, right? Yes, yeah, something do, like that. Do they do, like, a contract marriage or something? No, it's more like uh, he's keeping her healthy because she has a rare blood type of his sister. That's crazy. That's crazy to me. It's a crazy thought. Yeah, like, mm, do you love me or um, do you love my blood, you know, type energy? And I feel like, personally, I'll have so many self-doubts about that. Oh, he only loves me for my blood. And then, like, he'll be like, oh, I love you, proposing. And romance and stuff. It is just like, oh, a little weird. It's so more like, he's, <laughs> he's onto her, uh, then she is onto him, and it slowly de- develops. It's more he is, uh, he is, um, how do you call it? He's, uh, he's always saying she has to do this, she has to do that, and and it goes like this most of the times. He's bossing. Later. Yes, he's bossing her around. Mm, no bueno, I don't like it. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. It's 2014. <laughs> it's an older one, like I said. It's true, it's true. But it has a very high quality of the drama. Mm. I don't know for back uh, uh, for the time. And if you still watch it today, it feels uh, it feels like it could be today. If you don't mind the, the phones and the technical stuff. Mm. Then, uh, dear, what's your one? 
Okay, so my first one is great. The Great Ruler. Um, I started it a while back. Um, I'm not sure what interested me in it. Um, I think mostly because it's like uh, Wusha. Uh, the tags are um, historical fiction, Xianxia. Uh, so it's a combination of Wusha and Xianxia. Um, it's adapted from a novel. Uh, it's built in a, like a fantasy world. Melodramatic, martial arts, friendship, and adventure. Um, and then like the genres are historical romance, which uh, fantasy. Uh, so basically, it, it's kind of similar to uh, to popular um, dramas, uh, which is like fights breaks to fear, um, and also martial universe. Um, I've tried both, but I I didn't like them as much as I liked Great Ruler. Uh, the world building is phenomenal. Um, it's like really amazing. It's like you're really exploring something entirely different. Um, so basically it's kind of, it's definitely saved the world. Um, so a thousand, 5,000 years ago, um, an evil deity has like these nine eyes. Um, and then it kind of represents like nine types of like sins or like, um, greeds or something uh so he was able to be locked away because of the sacrifice of the main lead's mother um so obviously you know there's a time frame so every you know i guess um containment has a limit so that it turns out to be the limit right now um so they work together to try and um save the world basically he isn't um op which is really nice um i love the character in the sense that like i'm not romantically interested because he's really young the main lead is really young uh the female lead is as well um but i do i did have that you know i don't want nothing bad to happen to him you know type um feeling towards him so i kind of like maternally um and i yeah so he wasn't op um, overpowered he grows into his power and develops which is a really good um transition um for that there's definitely a lot of character growth um it's like how many episodes even 40 episodes i think it's not draggy um though at the end i was like really <laughs> um well i wasn't expecting it but when it happened what happened happened at the end near the end i was like mm, really um it could have like been avoided obviously but you know for um adventure's sake <laughs> it happened um the female lead the relationship is really sweet and adorable um they're really cute they start off like as strangers um and then you know connections happen they like slowly grow to like each other um i do like how the main lead is like outgoing and bubbly kind of but then the female is more reserved and quiet and shy and etc um there's no harem energy at all um maybe a little bit <laughs> um the bird um <laughs> but other than that it's really um innocent pure and beautiful uh so give it a try have any of you heard of this one no i haven't 
I super think sweet. I I saw only the poster, but I didn't uh, watched it. The poster intrigued me a lot. I like the black and white contrast <laughs> for it. This is something um, like the Chinese uh, dramas uh, do really a good job with the posters. I feel well, especially for the Wuxia. Other than that, I don't really find interest in their um their uh, posters. But I do. There's a really great adventure element in this story. Kia, your turn. So my number one is Brightest Star in the Sky, which I've talked about before in some other episodes. And it's about a pop idol and a girl who becomes his assistant because she wants to work in the music industry and about their relationship that develops. And as she becomes first his assistant and then later his manager and uh, there's a love triangle, which I love, and I love the love triangle because I really love the actor that plays the second male lead, and I think he does a really fantastic job um, portraying the character, and the side characters are great, and they grow and change, which you don't always get to see the growth of side characters, but the side characters have tremendous character development in this drama, as well as the main leads. And so everybody has tremendous character development in this drama. And so that's one thing that I really love about this drama is the character development and the way that they change and grow throughout the course of the drama. And so it's they have a big, big hurdle in his career that they have to overcome, that the main leads overcome together, which this drama is the one that made me realize how much I really love the it's kind of a trope but kind of just a aspect of dramas where they face an external hurdle and instead of letting it break them apart as a couple they actually let their differences bring them together to overcome that hurdle together so they use their different strengths to overcome it together instead of letting it tear them apart and so that's one thing that I really love in dramas. And this is the drama that made me realize that, that how much I love that. And so it's from 2019. So it's somewhat recent, but not really recent. Um, but this is my absolute favorite drama. So I've talked about it before, like in the rewatch episode as well. So Lilith, what's your number two? My number two is uh, Love Designer. It's a drama of uh, 2020. And if you think about the first uh, drama I mentioned, the cold CEO, uh, the poor female lead, this is uh, totally different. It's about uh, um, a female lead and a main lead, um, which are both uh, working very hard in their lives. And the drama is a very mature drama. I think uh, the main lead is a CEO of a, of an e-commerce company, and she is uh, a designer, a fashion designer, and she is uh, preparing her own brand to go on the market. And she she meets uh, some hurdles on the way. Of course, <laughs> it's a drama. 
but uh, they meet uh, somewhere there on the way and uh, get to know each other. And uh, what I liked about this drama is you have, you don't uh, have uh, that much of misunderstandings and so on. And it's more on the side that uh, she understands his choices, he understands her choices. And it's, like I said, very mature in this way. Still, it has funny scenes and so on, but uh, it's very nice to watch on this. It's not uh, too silly in my sense. I don't know if any of you watched it. Or saw it. Love designer, right? No. Love designer, yes. <laughs> it's actually on my list to I watch. I highly recommend it. Mm-mm. No, I'm not watching it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> okay, dear. What's your next one? Um, my next one is Sword Dynasty. Um, I started this drama with like low expectations. It was kind of like on a whim um, because I um, it ended up being not as romantic as <laughs> the genre tag like leads you to believe it is. Um, there's like minimal romance. Um, I do think that. Um, revenge for sure and cultivation is the driving force the sword fights are really amazing um martial arts is another tag um rivalry and sworn enemy is also a tag and this one as well is a combination of wuxia and Xianxia. uh so basically um a little rundown is that there was this guy who had a best friend and a woman he loved, he got betrayed by those two, um, over power, obviously. Um, and he basically, I don't want to spoil it, but stuff happened. Um, and it was really interesting. I watched this while it was airing, so I, I definitely had that edge of, I want the next episode, I want the next episode. Um, but yeah, so... Basically, um, Ding Ding is a young man from a humble background. Uh, he has a chronic illness, um, but he bears again a, a grudge against the royal family. And then you're like, why does he have that grudge? And then you slowly understand. Um, there is a little bit of chemistry between the male lead and female lead. Um, I want to say a little because of the energy is mostly older woman, younger man type vibe uh, throughout because um, obviously she's like a grown person when she meets him when he was younger um, and then he she kind of raises him a little bit which sounds weird <laughs> um, but it's really well done especially when you get to the middle or near the end and you understand the story a little more uh, the female lead is really cold <laughs> which I love um, and then the male lead is um, crafty. Um, his craftiness, it kind of draws a line between their relationship a little bit. Um, and then he has to have a moment of like growth 
and whether he values, you know, being ahead and being crafty over like his relationships with her and others around him. Um, I did like that growth as well. And the ending, oh my gosh, I was like not expecting the, the ending to be what it was. Um, let's just say that was the most amazing ending. There's some people in the comment sections are like, what the fuck? what the fudge what the fudge like why um but i really enjoyed it i um there's only so much you can live for you know if you get like a um a life you know you gotta live it to the fullest and you know sometimes you might think your purpose in life is for revenge and maybe it's not or maybe that's the sole purpose of it um have any of you heard this one heard of this one no i don't tend to watch a lot of busia so i haven't heard of this one i well, didn't hear of it either you didn't either um i, I watched I, I some historicals but uh this not this one <laughs> no not this, this one make the cut. <laughs> it's no romance this is a uh, high chance that i don't want to watch it <laughs> It's crazy, though, because there's a romance genre tag. But then when I was watching it, I was like, where the heck? I, I mean, this is minimum. It's minimum. I think it would have it, it been better as a tag instead of, like, an actual genre <laughs> covering. Um, but actually, I really enjoyed it. It was, like, my first, in my opinion, my first non-romantic drama I've watched um, in the past. <laughs> it was my first. Uh, Kyo. So my number two is In a Class of Her Own, which is the Chinese remake of Sun Kun Kwan Scandal. And I actually like this one better than Sun Kun Kwan Scandal as much as I love Sun Kun Kwan Scandal. Um, I think that it's really well done. And it's about a girl who gets kind of tricked slash forced into going into an all-guys school. It is historical. And studying at that school as if she's a guy. So I do love my cross-dressing, um, of course. And it has a lot of character development and character group character development, which I love that you get to know all of the characters in their little cohort so it's a very close-knit group of four. And you really get to know those four, and they're very tight-knit. And I really love ensemble casts. And so I love the ensemble cast in this one and how much they work together to solve the problems that are presented to them. And so that's one thing that I really love about this drama is the ensemble cast working together to solve the issues that they have to. Um, and then, as of course happens in any cross-dressing drama, when they discover that she's a girl one by one, the protective instincts that they have over her. Um, so I love that as well. So have any of you heard of this one or seen it? I've heard of it. Um, I do tend to like have a um, cross-dressing search sometimes, but I haven't um, watched it though. Oh, you should. 
I have heard of it too because you mentioned it sometimes. Yes, <laughs> um, I do mention this I, one a lot. I really want to watch it because I love the original one from Korea. But if you think this is uh, way more enjoyable, then I should really watch it. Yes. I just think this one is really well done. All right, so Lilith, what's your number three? My number three is a historical one too. It's called The Story of Min Long. I love and it. <laughs> okay, you love it. Great. <laughs> Did you watch uh, it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, then let me tell you why I love it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I lost my thought. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yes. And, uh, okay. <laughs> to restart, it's called The Story of Min Long. It's a drama from 2018 and it's a historical one. But uh, more historical to real, not uh, historical wuxia. And it's on the longer side. Uh, MDL states it with 78 episodes. But I guess I saw a different version I, because I remember I watched around 60 episodes. Maybe it was different, uh, a different cut. Uh, nevertheless, why I love this drama so much? Also, it's very long and I tend to avoid uh, long dramas like that. <laughs> because uh, some storylines might get repeated and so on. I don't like this. But the way I like this one, it's uh, the story starts uh, when the main uh, female lead is very young. She's a little girl, and we also see the main male lead uh, as a boy. And it starts uh, there, and she, uh, both characters we see growing up with in time, and you don't lose the interest. You always want to know what's happening next. And uh, there is a really big family behind both of them. And at one point in the story, they meet again because, of, of course, they got uh, they got uh, separated somewhere the way. And what's it about in general? The female lead, she is a daughter of a concubine and very uh, unfavored combine of this family we, we are seeing, and she loses her mother very soon and has to live with her grandmother. And she also learns uh, very soon that she has to hide, that she is very smart because she won't get very far with, uh, with this. It's uh, better for her to, to stay like a... I would say dumb child <laughs> that nobody wants to hurt her in this way. And we are seeing, like I said, her whole life and how the family treats her in this. And I loved it very much. It's, it's nothing that you see repeating. You always see something new in this whole uh, world. They are built up. And it's it feel at the end of the drama it feels very complete. You don't missing out. And as we heard, they watched it. 
Yes. Yo, did you watch it too? <laughs> uh, I have watched the first eight episodes of it. I was oh. not a big fan. <laughs> okay, you did get very for it. <laughs> um, why weren't you a fan, Kyo? <laughs> so, first of all, I just don't like historicals very much, generally speaking. And second of all, I didn't like really the way that the plot was going for the main leads. So I decided that I would stop before it got to a place where I was frustrated. So anyhow, I'm going. Um, <laughs> what did you like, dear, <laughs> about it? <laughs> I watched it while it was airing. I I, I, I loved it. Um, I, I like freaking. I was dying for the next episode. Um, I like. Um, I guess a lot of dramas do the oh they met as a child type thing, um, and then it they like just move on to present. But I do like how it was like gradual um, throughout her life or and his life a little bit. Um, and how they live separately, it kind of gives me the vibe that just because you met someone now and they weren't for you doesn't mean they aren't for you later. Um, at first, I was a little spectacle like about their romance or like how the chemistry would work. But by the end, I was like, oh, my goodness, like they're perfect for each other, you know, because she's a smart and um, intelligent lady. And I feel like, oh, Spoiler. <laughs> Should um, I spoil it? I'll spoil it. Um, I'll do the honors. Um, I got real life spoiler. <laughs> I feel like if she ended up marrying the 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 guy that she her first love, it she would have. I don't know. He's like a little immature, you know. And then she has this moment where she realizes his immaturity, and. I feel like that was definitely a growth for her and as well as a development, like a further development for her and the main lead's relationship. Um, because like sometimes, you know, first loves come and you're like, oh, what if, what if, what if? But then she had that, not necessarily what if, but she was able to recognize that he's a little immature brat, a little bit. Um, and then... <laughs> a little bit um and then I feel like the main lean kind of I don't know I don't say satisfy but satisfies her intellectually you know sometimes first crushes are just or first loves are just supposed to be that first and then never you know (laughs) um but I do I I I did feel really sad for the second main lead until like the second half and I was like you need to grow up little boy um (laughs) Yeah. And also the both main leads married in real life. Oh yeah, they did. They did that too. Yes. This is this is nice if you know this then you feel the chemistry on a different uh, level. But they also got divorced. What? No. Did they? <laughs> don't tell did me they? something like that. Did they? Didn't I? I, I don't know. Sure I didn't know about this. 
oh another point is that it's set in the Ming dynasty so you do like I, I do like to try every dynasty and have a feel of like the energies from it um, and I think they did really well for um, the historical uh, elements it, uh, without giving too much spo- spoilers uh, the bad most of the bad guys uh, got what they deserved yes 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 one yes. way or another and this was very satisfying to see that's mm-hmm. also a reason why I liked it yeah yeah me too I, I, I love like females with brains and not necessarily showing off yes. their brains but being able to like have it and know they have it instead of you know having to prove themselves to other people's will that's like a whole beautiful um vibe <laughs> anyhow um <laughs> then we go to you dear yeah. sorry <laughs> it's okay um also like piggybacking a little bit on big brain amazingly smart beautiful female leads we have um yangsing palace story of yangsing palace i really love this drama i i benched it um i was like what is sleep the sleep is not is, is a hindrance you know it's, it's keeping me away from this drama um so i benched it uh the tags are smart female lead strong female lead concubine revenge older male Oh, I'm sorry, older man, younger woman, cis man, queen dynasty, um, harem, something emperor, I'm sorry, Kuyanglong emperor, um, obsession. Uh, the tags are romance, historical, and drama. Uh, so a rundown is that there was this lady whose sister died and she's trying to work out who raped and murdered her sister. Uh, so that's basically her driving force. It's really a revenge, um, for the first part. Um, she ends up meeting the empress and they develop this amazing bond, um, for one another. Um, I'm not going to spoil it too much because for some people it's emotional, um, like see, um, but uh, we meet the second main lead, and a lot of people had second main lead syndrome. He is handsome, cute, and adorable. Um, but you know, obviously, because she's like in the palace, the emperor gets first dibs on everyone. <sighs> Unbelievable. Uh, so she ends up meeting, marrying him. Um, she makes the most of her life, which is another thing I respect about her. Um, and one thing I absolutely love, which is slightly a spoiler, is that she never says I love you to the emperor. Uh, meanwhile, a lot of women in the palace try to satisfy him and like shower him with love and stuff. And she's never given him the satisfaction for that. And that just gives me life <laughs> completely. Um, so, yeah. So once she enters the palace, she becomes a maid for the empress. Um and because of like her street smart and her attitude, she has like an amazing attitude. Um, the kind-hearted empress teaches her how to read and write, um, and becomes her benefactor, which is really beautiful as well. Because not a lot of, um, in not a lot of stories, do the like I don't say owner, but the the master in quotes teaches the the maid or the servant how to you know better themselves and she did teach her how to read and write 
um, and she's always had like a bias for her, um, definitely supporting her um, a lot. There's a lot of females in Harem, obviously. Um, a lot of them have different stories and backgrounds, which was interesting to um, experience. Um, there's a little bit of villain work. Um, and the female lady is super smart. Um, so we get to see her brain at work and you basically fall in love with her brain um, as and her attitude and her personality. Um, have any of you watched it? No. I have I not, no. You but haven't? I, <laughs> I got it recommended by some of oh the people of our server, but I... Oh. Um, first, it's too long. <laughs> Again, what do you what second, do you mean? And second, too much shaming. <laughs> Excuse too much me, it's going me, against each other. <laughs> no, no ma'am. sex, ma'am. <laughs> How long was mingling? Mingling, sorry, Minglang. This this was an exception. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because Wingland was 78 episodes. This is only 70. So I don't want you to say this is too long, <laughs> ma'am. That's <laughs> you. why I said 78, okay. But uh, still, it's too long. I don't do this long dramas anymore. Oh my goodness. Uh... <laughs> Maybe one day I start a day episode, but not today. Um. Kyo, you said you didn't? No, no, this is not my kind of drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going <laughs> to say that. But though, there's like some end moments where you're like, are these people listening? Like a little bit. Because the cismance is a little strong. For one of two of the females in the harem, the, the cismance is really, really strong. And you're like, ooh, are they like, you know, because the emperor is like, being a horrible person or like not attentive are they like being attentive to each other you know but um that answer was never answered <laughs> i mean that question was never answered um but it kind of like lets you have like a little imagination a little bit um but yeah i don't think it would be like for you Kyo. but maybe revenge if you you're trying revenge right <laughs> one day within limits <laughs> <laughs> I'm Viscue. <laughs> no, no, no. But you said revenge as long as there's um, satisfaction, right? There's satisfaction. <laughs> Not for 70 episodes. <laughs> um, okay. The next one for Kyo is... So my next one is Love 020 from 2016, uh, which I've also talked about before in other episodes, uh, which is about a guy who falls in love with a girl both in and out of the game because he sees her playing the game so he knows who she is but also knows who her character is and falls in love with her immediately and then pursues her both inside and outside the game. And then it's their relationship as he uh, pursues her in the game um, and then tries to get to know her outside the game and then kind of overlords her into dating him outside the game. And then their relationship as it goes from there. And I also like this drama because there's another ensemble cast that I love 
Uh, it's actually one of them is the same actor as the second male lead from Brightest Star in the Sky. So I just love that actor. And um, then there's also just some other, there's a slight hint as much as you can get in a Chinese modern drama that isn't intended to be BL of a slight BL connection in this drama. And so I love that too, between a couple of the other side characters. And so I just, I love the entire ensemble cast and then the roommates of the girl are great. And so I really love them. So really just all of the side characters are really what make this drama for me as much as the romance between the male leads. And then the gaming stuff is really well done as well. So I really love what's in the game and how there's plot points that take hap- that happen inside the game. And I love the way that they use the game to advance the relationship as well as to advance the plot. So what happens in the game is just, it's not just fighting. It's also important for the romance and it's important for the plot of the story. So have either one of you seen this one? I saw this one and loved it too. I had it on my list, but it got uh, deleted because Kyo had it and I changed mine to another one. And also the the romance is uh, is toned down, I think, but it doesn't uh, yes. doesn't uh, how do you say it, it's it's alright in the story like it is. Yeah, it's there's bad. not as much skinship. Yes, but the, to me, to me, the the side characters make up for it. Yes, definitely, they are funny, and I love the roommates of both of them, of the main leads. Yes. Um, what about I you, dear? I watched it, dear, <laughs> um, but I didn't complete it. Oh. <laughs> Why? Why didn't you? Um. Didn't you I'm like? not really a love for video gaming, I think, maybe. I think I'm going to use that excuse. I don't remember why. It's been years um, since I've watched it. So, yeah. Dinner. <laughs> just dinner. Sometimes you just don't, you know, finish dramas. You know, you might you like, feel it. like it. Yeah, I don't know. Or I think maybe something came in the way. Maybe I don't know. I got to episode fourteen. Though. So, but oh no! Oh, so you, know. so you didn't get to the pseudo BL part. Probably. Um, and then I got I gave it a seven point zero when I dropped it. So it sounds like I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's on the lower side than this. <laughs> yes, apparently. Um. Past the uh, um, fourteen episode dropped zero point um, seven point zero was the rating. So past the didn't like the lack of skinship. Maybe maybe it was that. <laughs> so did we hit on your favorite C dramas? If not, stay tuned for the next part where we list the rest of our favorite C dramas as well as the honorable mentions and see if we hit on them then. Otherwise, hit us up on our server and our website. Our website is dramamaniacs.weebly.com, and you can find our server, Drama Maniacs, on top.gg and on Discord. Stay tuned for our next episode next Monday. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.